Welcome back. I'm Fuliana Osborne and she's Kim Bailey in Absentia. Kim will be able to provide us with her comments at the end of the session. This topic is about how to handle a customer complaint about your boss. How this came about is one of our listeners have asked us to have a look at a scenario where this may have happened and how to deal with it. So to go through the scenario, let's set the scene. The scene is, firstly, we're talking about a small accounting firm. It has two name partners, one of whom is the founding member, two senior accountants and five team members. One of the senior accountants have a very key client, one of the key clients, who's extremely happy and been with the company for some time, happy with the service. I have actually recommended a number of other clients to this accounting firm. When the senior accountant was away, he's the account manager for this client, the founding partner had a meeting with the client and went over some of the current issues that person has, but also the client took the opportunity to get a wider view about his business, given that he's got the presence of the founding partner. However, when the senior accountant came back, the account manager, the client complained that he was very unhappy, very dissatisfied with that particular meeting. Specifically, he felt that the founding partner did not show any feelings that he valued this client, valued him as, an, as a client. He felt that he was doing this just to go through the motions, like another meeting on his agenda. He felt that he wasn't engaged in his business. He felt he had not taken the trouble to understand the background or where he is at so far. He was not happy that the person was not even giving him, in his opinion, the right advice. He felt that when he was referring to some legislation, he was not up to date. He was not up to date on some issues that at that level the customer felt he should. Well, that's quite a fair bit. This is quite a big issue because... Here you are, an important client, and then we're talking about the person in charge, the person that built the business, the person that actually created the focus on customer and the importance of it and the culture of the organisation. Well, what do you do? It's a very, very uncomfortable position to be in. You know what and how to handle the client, the customer, because... You know how to handle complaints. You have a very good relationship with the customer, so you are able to address some of the things there, and you know that you've got a long road ahead in which to rebuild that relationship now. But what this is about, this session is about how to handle the actual partner that caused this. Should you do anything about it? Should you just think, oh, look, that's just an off meeting and I think I'll let it go? Or do you think you should do something about it? Now let's have a look. What are the risks? 
there are risks if you do something about it. That means you might offend that partner. You might put your own name in jeopardy. You might, obviously, you're going to be very, very uncomfortable. And the other risk is your company risk, the risk of the company, the reputation, and everything that everybody worked hard for. And instead of now giving you a good reference, he probably might um, be so unhappy in the end if nothing is done that he would be saying to people, I don't like working with this accountancy firm anymore. Doing nothing is not an option. You have to do something. Yes, it's very, very uncomfortable. So let's start by first acknowledging the fact that it is uncomfortable, very uncomfortable position to be in. But let's now concentrate on your relationship with the founding partner. I'm sure if you're a senior person, been in the organisation for a while, you would have had, in a small team like that, you would have had to build a relationship. You probably know each other well enough about how to approach the person, what to say to keep it positive and respectful. The next thing is to be absolutely prepared. Prepared in talking to the partner in the way that you would like to be approached if that complaint was about you. One of the most important things is not to assume everything you heard is correct or interpreted the right way. Give the person the opportunity to put their side and to talk about it openly. Always go with some suggestions and solutions in mind when you're talking to the person. But most of all, it's got to be in a very respectful manner and in a way that will lead to no embarrassment but mutual respect and continued good relationship. It's not easy. It's easy to say. It's much harder to do. So one idea might be that you organise a time to have a meeting. You say up front... Look, this is ex going to be extremely uncomfortable for me, this, this situation, so please bear with me. I have worked with you for a long time. I learned a lot from you. I respect you immensely. And most of all, we both have commitment to the firm and, we, and our loyalty is to the firm. At that point, I think maybe the, fund, uh, the founding partner would be saying, what, what's going on? Spit it out. What's going on? Say, tell me what, you, what, what you're on about. Be prepared for that. Be prepared for any reaction that might be an impatient reaction. Keep calm like you would with a customer. Keep professional. It's not personal. It's a desire to solve an issue. We face issues all the time. And then just say, I want to talk to you about the meeting that you had with customer X in my absence. I certainly got some feedback, which is unusual and unprecedented. But I just thought it's very important, given our vision, commitment to the customer and value of what we want this organization to continue to be and grow. So I summarized the complaint and go through one, two, three, four. As you're doing that, watch the reaction, watch the tone, the body language. The person is going to be extremely embarrassed and uncomfortable. 
He might even go through a denial. He might go angry or he might whatever. Be prepared and be prepared to be supported. Acknowledge that you just, I just want to understand what, what happened from your point of view. Talk it through. If the person decided, and it could happen, that the person will say, oh, this is all rubbish, I'm not going to have this conversation, I've got another meeting to go to, that may happen at that point. So that's fine, I'll leave it for now and walk away. Give him time to digest, absorb this shock, if it was a shock or embarrassment or whatever it is, and then come back and make another appointment. By then he would have calmed down and thought about it. Either ways, where you're trying to get to is to talk to the person about the shared values, the commitment, the hard yards that he had put in to build the customer to the, the organization's reputation and also so be specific, be factual, be supportive and then offer some solutions. An example of a solution would be look you don't normally deal with customers. We know that it's sort of tedious and that I really appreciate you stepping in for me. Maybe going forward we can would you like to do more customer facing meetings? Or would you rather stick to the strategy and, stra and strategic and the industry representation as that takes up a lot of your time? It might be that the, you, you know, we're putting too much on your plate. Give suggestions as maybe what, what can we talk about where we can share the workload and the responsibility, what you can do more of, less of, or whatever that works with you, your position, and where you got to this at the moment. Maybe that was not the best use of your time. As you're doing that, there will be some input and you will get a bit more clarity. The most important is throughout is to keep reaffirming that your respect, your appreciation, and look, this feedback can happen to anyone that's still, we, I'm here just to talk about the solutions. Luckily, I've known you for a long time and your reputation is excellent but I can't ignore what happened at that meeting any more than what you would do if it was the situation was reversed. If your boss, or in this case the founding partner, is as good as he has proven to date, after calming down and getting over the shock and embarrassment, he probably would want to be on the same page. So it might take one meeting, it might take two, it might take three, it needs to be addressed. And the summary is, take any customer complaint seriously, as you always have and always, you, you know, that served you well. The fact that it's your boss, it's extremely uncomfortable and has different risks, but cannot be ignored, need to be addressed, and the way you address it is the way that you're more conducive to the right outcome. The same if it was a staff member, or a customer, respect, professionalism, and positive thinking. It is a pretty interesting scenario. I'd also like you to consider your own reactions to the situation before you start to plan what you're going to say to this senior executive that you've got to deal with. In this situation, when your valued customer comes to you with what appears to be a complaint, uh, and certainly at, at the very least dissatisfaction 
you listen and what you hear is information that changes the way you perceive someone that you work with all the time. And we can't get away from the fact that you are going to react to that information. And it may be that your reactions will make it even more difficult for you to address the situation. The sorts of things that you might feel are anger, and, it, and it's anger at the person who has presented you with this situation that you now have to fix. It's anger at yourself for allowing it to happen, for not pr perhaps feeling that you should have prepared this senior executive well before you went away so that you were not available for this meeting. It's anger that there's a possibility that you'll lose a good and valued client because of something that's out of your control or, or was out of your control. There's disappointment. You're disappointed that it happened. You're disappointed for yourself that it changes the relationship you have with this client. But you're also disappointed in what you are being presented with as the behaviour of this senior executive. Disappointment can cloud the way you think about the situation clearly. So what I'm suggesting is that you need to work through all of your reactions to the situation before you start to think about addressing the situation itself. You can also be disillusioned. Disillusioned because perhaps you have always considered these senior people as something on a pedestal, a little bit above everyone else that's working hard and working towards the goals, but these are the people who had the vision to start with. These are the people who have built the business to the point where you could come on board, where others could come on board, and they have set a certain standard and perhaps you see this as not being the standard that they set and so you are disillusioned. Now all of these things will create in you a feeling of resentment or can possibly create a feeling of resentment. Resentment is about being placed in this situation, about having to find the solution, about having to do the uncomfortable thing and addressing it. All of that's quite valid but you need to recognise it and then move past it. And, and as Fuliana said, all of these things are very easy to say when we're talking theoretical and very difficult to do when you're in the situation, but the difficult things are the things that set us apart. And dealing with the difficult situations and handling them in a professional and competent manner is how we set ourselves above the 80% of the rest of the workforce that are out there. I think that also what Fuliana said about being very specific is vitally important. The specifics of the situation will help you to keep on the topic, both of you, both you and the, the senior executive that you're going to talk to. It also means that you can come back to your customer if that's appropriate and give them some feedback on how the situation has been dealt with. Now that's probably a whole other area that we need to discuss separately because it then you don't want it to become a them and us situation. You don't want to be the yo-yo between the two warring parties, as it were. You want the situation resolved and you want it resolved as best as it can be for all the parties concerned. One of the things that you need to do is make sure that you thank the customer for making the effort to tell you about their unpleasant situation because we also know that negative comments are like an iceberg. You get one, and which is the, the bit that's above the surface, but there's probably another nine that haven't 
complained haven't said anything. And, and that's, your job is not to investigate that and to see how many more people are not happy. It is to acknowledge that someone did make the effort, someone did bring their concerns to you, knowing that, or trusting that, you would be the person who could address them. And because they have done that, because they have trusted you to address it, you have to acknowledge that to yourself as well and make that part of how you perceive the changed relationship that you might have with this client at this particular point in time. Because they're not happy and they may be a bit hesitant about dealing with the organisation, they have still come to you, they have still given you the opportunity to address it. And you should be thankful for that and let them know that you are thankful at that. They have given you that opportunity to address their concerns. Fixing this situation or addressing this situation, I should say, is not something that you do via email. Now, too often we tend to slip into the anonymous way of addressing the unpleasant by sending an email or, you know, in the worst... (laughs) situation sending a text message and I have had people come to me and say well I got sacked by a text message it is totally inappropriate and, and this is not you know you've seen your people this is not a situation where you just send a quick note that says you did bad let's talk about it you do need I think to give this senior manager that you're going to talk to a little bit of time to get to know the situation first. So I think that you do ask for a formal meeting, well, ask formally for a meeting, and and just give them an idea that you want to talk to them about some feedback you received from the client with whom they had a meeting whilst you were away. And it's as simple as that, and that, that gives that person the opportunity to think about the meeting themselves and to think about whether they feel that they gave it their best shot as well. And you might then go into the meeting wanting to address this unpleasant situation and find that they take the initiative and they say, oh, look, I, I really didn't give it 100% that day. Uh, I hope it hasn't soured the relationship that you have with this client. Is there something I can do? And best case scenario, they might say, look, I'll drop them a note and apologise. In worst case scenario, they'll say, it wasn't me, I didn't do it, I wasn't there. You know, the, the old Bart Simpson excuse. Either way, it gives everyone a chance to think about the situation and to get their thoughts in order. Fuliana's talked about what happens with, if in addressing the situation it does get out of hand and, and reactions are not appropriate, not professional, and that you stop and you, like with any situation that gets out of hand, You stop and you walk away and you come back to it when cooler heads will prevail. It is important, though, to continue to address it and to to come to some finality. The overriding important idea across all of this is that you are dealing with a situation. It is not about the people involved. It is about a situation and about a management issue, the management of of clientele, management of people within the organisation. And whether that's peer management or not, doesn't matter. It is still about the situation. We are not talking about, I hate you because you did this. We're talking about, I'm disappointed that your performance in this situation hasn't had the outcome that I thought we were heading towards 
with the, the vision and the mission and the goals that we have in this organisation that you yourself set up. So all of those things need to go into this situation. I want to develop it a little bit further and talk about it where you are the client, where, where you're the customer and it's somewhere else in your organisation or another organisation that you have to deal with. And you would normally deal with someone in, at your own level and you get to deal with the person in charge and the person in charge is just quite awful for, all, for whatever reason, you know, any, any kind of reason that it might be. Now I'll talk specifically about a situation that has occurred to me in the last week. I had to get some skin cancers burnt off and I went to the local doctor's group and I don't have a specific doctor that I see there because I go so infrequently. I'm very, very fortunate that I am maintaining myself in very good health all of these years. So I don't have a specific doctor. So I made an appointment and as it would turn out, I got the lead practitioner in the practice. I got the fellow who set up the business to start with, who's been there for over 10 years. And we're talking a regional centre in New South Wales, so it's not you know, a big city practice. It's an area where it's important in the community that their standing is maintained because, like any little country town, everyone talks about what the services are that are there. So I get the boss and I go in and I am, even though I don't go to doctors terribly often, I am quite used to what I expect to be their manner and their avowed caring within the profession. I didn't get that on this occasion, and I thought, well, maybe it's just his approach, maybe he, he's not as adept any longer at the patient interaction because he does so much of the administration of this practice, which has grown quite astronomically from the first time that he moved to the area. I needed to have a, a full checkup at the same time. I was very unhappy with his approach to the checkup. And then as I was almost going, he said, oh, we were going to burn off those skin cancers and just proceeded to do it. No preparation for me, no indication of what he was going to do when. And so I had two on my face, one on my arm. As any of you will know who had gone through that procedure, it hurts. It's, it's a cryosurgery, so it's the freezing off, burning. Essentially, it's burning, and what they're trying to do is get a blister. Well, within an hour... I had a blister around my eye that meant I couldn't open it and that got gradually worse and worse and worse and then three days later my jaw swelled up as well and it was obviously an infection. Quite naturally because no preparation of the skin beforehand so all the germs that are crawling around on our skin anyway, as soon as there was an open part of the skin in they jumped and you know it was swimming pool time. I was very hesitant about going back to this particular medical centre, even though there's lots of other doctors there, because I just didn't want to get him again. I just felt that he would just look at it and say that it was my fault or that there was nothing wrong or that that was what was supposed to happen. Um, so, and even though he was the boss, I just thought, I don't, I'm not comfortable about going there. But, but being a regional centre, there was nowhere else to go. So I made the appointment saw someone else who was possibly the most caring, the most concerned doctor I have ever dealt with. And she 
reassured me and she was very quick with the diagnosis and she was caring and she was understanding and in the course of the conversation she said who did this now she would have known who did it because it would have been on the computer in front of her and I'd said who it was and she just nodded her head and she said sometimes we can make things worse can't we and that was all I needed to hear it was, was just her acknowledgement that he had not done the right thing. I didn't want retribution, I didn't want recrimination, I just wanted someone to reassure me that it wasn't right. And what they do, I know they have a weekly meeting where they talk about their cases and what they do in terms of managing that situation is their concern. I don't want to know what happens. I, I've made my decision about who I need to see and so when you are addressing this situation when you are talking to this senior person think also about it from your customer's point of view they might necessarily not want to know anything more about the situation other than the fact that they've told you they've addressed their concerns they still have faith in you and in the work that you're doing but they may not they may want some feedback as well so then that's a whole other thing that you've got to think about and Fuliana and I might have a discussion on that when we are together so that we can bounce a few ideas off one another because we do find it difficult to do these podcasts when we're not in front of one another. We do work very much better when we're bouncing ideas off one another even when we don't agree, which is, as you know, reasonably often. But today it just wasn't possible. So there, they are my thoughts on this scenario and I'm going to let Fuliana for once have the last word. Also, what I would like to say, any of your listeners, particularly the one who requested us to address this scenario, how do you find that approach? Is there a better way? What has been your experience? Have you been in that situation? Have you found a way, whether it backfired, did any of those things didn't work or did work? We'd love to hear from you. Well, it was almost the last word. I just need to wrap up by saying I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Rosborn and this is Inside Exec.